Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Deeper Podcast, a podcast for all of you who want more, more out of yourself, your relationships, your intimacy, and life. My name is Sophia Josefina, and I'm here to bring you deeper. I'm a sex, life, and relating coach, and I'm fascinated by all things masculine and feminine and bringing the two back together, helping people connect on a deep and real level so we can show up for each other, partner with each other in our healing, and call each other back into our power. A very important part of that for me is honoring both sides, the masculine and the feminine, creating more understanding, more compassion and respect for each unique experience. And so in this series, I'm speaking specifically to men to honor them, to hear their perspective and how they go through relating the feminine life. Because so often we have demonized and devalued men in their experiences, needs and struggles. And I want to change that. So I hereby welcome you to my Deeper Into Him podcast series. And for today's episode, our very first episode in this series, I will be joined by Hans Komein. And Hans Komein is a master seducer and he works a lot with honor work. So we speak beautifully into the male experience, the interplay between the feminine and the masculine, and the man losing himself and coming back to wholeness. Um, We speak about how to honor yourself, how to honor your beloved, how to come back to a place of love for each other. I'm so excited for you to hear this very first episode, and please do let us know what you think and enjoy. So today I am joined by Hans Komein, which if I'm saying it correctly, you are a romance artist. <laughs> well, I was already happy you said the name Hans Komein, right? Because usually <laughs> English speakers don't, don't get that right. But since you're Dutch, that's why you got it, of course. Yeah, Hans Komein. And Hans Komein, as far as I understand, is a romance artist who is specialized in the art of seduction for men. Mm. Can you tell us a bit more who you are, Hans? Well, there's there's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized actually in the past couple of weeks how much I, I thrive on transformation and reinventing myself and becoming someone else. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I've, I've worn many hats in the past, maybe too many because I lost <laughs> my hair. But I was, uh, I've always been an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I present myself sometimes as a renaissance man because I've always been an athlete. I was a football player before and uh, I, uh, I ride bikes now, and uh, I uh, was an academic. I was schooled in philosophy and sociology, and I had a past life as an academic at the University of Brussels. Mm. Um, I've always done uh, arts also, um, reviewing uh, popular uh, arts and uh, making music, writing books. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm a traveler too. And But maybe the thing that really combines it all is that, I, that I'm a a seducer and I see mm-hmm. in, in seduction the maybe the missing ingredient of all our failing relationships and certainly the 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 solution or the secret ingredient to every thriving relationship. So yeah. Uh, I stand for seduction and I really want to reclaim the the beauty of it and the, the pivotal part it plays in, in the way we relate to one another. So. so what is seduction to you? What is what does seduction mean? Seduction to me is the art of allowing the other to feel alive, mm. and um, it's it's the creation of it's the creation of beauty. When I say the 
the art of allowing the other to feel alive, I see two things. And the first one is, is the other feels seen, felt, and heard. And that's one. And the second part is they, you allow them to dream. You, you allude to something that's bigger than me and you and us, something bigger that you could get caught up in. And, mm. uh, and, and those two together makes us feel alive, makes us feel seduced. And to me, that's the, the greatest gift that uh, you can give to someone because it's the greatest feeling for me to be seduced and, and be in that place where you feel seen, heard and felt. And at the same time, you like, wow, there's something bigger here I can aspire to, I can, I can share with, I can explore. And uh, yeah, so it's the, it's the art of allowing the other to feel alive. Yeah. I just realized just before we started to record, you reflected on my work and you right away also gave me the sense of that there are even bigger things ahead for me. And it was so nice to receive that because mm. it made yeah. me feel like that you were respecting me and that you were seeing me and also that you saw my potential or some way that mm -hmm. felt really, I noticed it, it, it brought me really back into my body and really safe in a way. Mm. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Was that seduction? Was that your seduction? Well, the yeah, purchase? I'm a seducer all the time. It's not yeah. something I turn on or off, you know. It's not, it's not a, a tool that I use to mm -hmm. get from the other what I covertly desire. It really is a, yeah. is a way of moving through life and the way I, I want to move through life and be with people. So uh, I didn't even think of it, but I did think of, I, I see very clearly of the the the... How would I say the, the challenge that, that is that is coming your way in the work that you do because I think it's so essential mm -hmm. and it will come with great possibilities but also <laughs> burdens and, and responsibility and, and so and yeah I wanted to honor you for it that you're taking that on because I mm -hmm. think it's very much needed what you're doing. Thank you. And so what what is it that you have focused on men? Why is it that men need this? to learn again or to be remembered about the art mm. of seduction? Well, well, we do, we do men and women mm -hmm. and we do combined, but also separate women and men. Mm -hmm. um, I, me as a man, I really want to make a stand for men and mm -hmm. be in a certain way, a older brother that most guys don't have. Yeah. And, uh, and be an ally for them, you know? and then, and I also feel like the the masculinity has been under such threat that I need to stand up for it, you know, because I think yeah. it's a beautiful, fantastic energy that that uh, yeah I want to I want to safeguard and I want to make a stand for it, and so um, yeah, it's also I think uh, men can relate more, you know, <laughs> to me, and I can relate more to them. Um, so my main work has been with guys, but yeah, we did talks for only women and I do coaching of, of women also. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's both, but uh, recently it's been a lot of, a lot of men. Yes. Yeah. What do you feel? What do you notice is the main pain or the main challenge that men are facing today? Hmm. Well, I, yeah, I, I would say my first inclination there is to say that they, they are, their very essence is under threat, meaning, mm. or at least questioned, you know, and they feel they're lost. 
because a lot of men, certainly in the Western world, you know, I, I travel a lot, I'm a, I'm a traveler, and so it's not, not the same in, say, Africa or Eastern Europe or, mm. or Latin America. There are similarities, but, but, but a lot of men in the West are completely lost because they don't feel welcome anymore. They don't feel, they don't know what to do. And, and they, they, they drop the ball first and foremost, but a lot of men have very, are very well intention, very well, they have good intentions, but they don't know anymore because they've been trained since they're young, you know, to be a good boy, you know, yeah. to be a nice man and, uh, and, or a nice guy. And, and we're not taught anymore to be great. You know? and, and everything is gearing towards that they, we don't have many father figures anymore who tell us what to do. We don't have brotherhood where we can share stories and, and, and we're lost. You know? And then we're condemned for, for a lot of th uh, things that are, say, masculine. And so they're, they're lost. And uh, yeah. I'm never blaming anyone for it. But uh, yeah, they're... We're a lot of men are like clues with good intentions and no and no resources to yeah. step into their full masculinity because yeah, our fathers are not there, we're not taught in school, we don't, you know, we're we and everywhere in the in the media you you see that masculinity is vilified in so many ways and, and so it's yeah, it's a it's a deep essential profound longing and and most men don't know what's going on and i think that's a mm. that's the that's the real fight is that when before or say our enemies to a man were clear meaning i gotta save my family from you know from from famine or i gotta or i gotta go to war you know and the enemies are clear and the, the war the fight is clear today it's not for men they have they they it's like this kind of lukewarm plight that they 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 learn to tolerate and compromise and they mm -hmm. and little by little they close off those big dreams that they had as as boys you know to be great men to be to be warriors for their people to be you know men that are upright and uh, it's it's a constant training <laughs> since we're born and mommy tells us that's not right and school teachers tell us this is how you be a good boy and then they go to a job and they have a boss who tells them what to do and you know and and there's something simmering underneath that that we have even trouble articulating and that's yeah. that's why it's so powerful you know we, we we don't see the the compromise that we've been that we give into over the years mm. Mm. This, you see me struggling to 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 articulate that, you know, but it's a, uh, yeah. I recognize a lot from the men I work with that there's a sense of lostness of this, mm -hmm. like there's something missing and I don't really know what it is. And I also don't know yes. where to look anymore. And mm -hmm. I also recognize that a lot of the men in my own life and the men that I work with are men that want to do well. Yes. They want to do well more than anything. Like we've villainized men that all men are cheaters or this or that. Mm. But actually every man that I meet wants to do well. Of course. And then I read struggles with his own, like he struggles with his own, like um, closing down, for instance. But in the essence, he wants to do well. Yeah. Yes. And everyone, men and women, you know. Yeah. So that's our saving grace. I read something recently and I really hit home and I forgot who wrote, but it, he said, every man, every man needs a battle to fight 
an adventure to live and a beauty to rescue. And, uh, and I see that, you know, we, 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 we don't have that no more. Men don't have battles to fight or they don't see it. And we don't go on adventures, you know, we go on one, one year, once a year, we go on a vacation and, and we find ourselves in the souvenir shop or at the buffet, you know, and that's not what we want. We want adventure. We want, we want to, we want to battle. We want to be there for our people. We want to defend them. We want to, we want, you know, and we want beauty to rescue. We want to, nothing inspires us more than, than, you know, being able to, to, to be that guy for a woman or for our people or for our children. And, uh, and, and yeah, mm. it's a, it's a very existential crisis. Yeah. So what do you say to some of the nice guys? Because I, I see it a lot around me, the men that are so much trying to do it well, that they become these extremely nice men that mm. are extremely agreeable, will do everything. And they're just, and then mm. often struggle with something in their shadow because they're, they're, yes. their masculinity is not getting any space to be. So they'll, they'll have some dark stuff happening somewhere that they're hiding. But mm. what everybody sees is this extremely nice guy. What is, what is your perspective on the nice man? <laughs> a perspective or what do i say to him yes give me what would you say to a nice man i i would say come and spend some time here you know <laughs> do some adventure learning yeah. but yes when i when i i have courses and and one of the themes is always anger and yeah. by anger i mean really like going to the explore that dark side and it's shocking to me how that anger it just is anger is an emotion or feeling whatever it just is how much that how much that is a taboo way more than say sex for example mm -hmm. like men are so afraid of that and they don't want to go there you know and and that's it's number one you got to come to terms with your own anger and uh yeah and then and then you have a way to to use it you know constructively in the form of say assertiveness or but we're so afraid it's such a taboo that we're the slave of it we're the slave of our dark side of our anger and and that's why we you know we're so afraid to be that guy that we, we try to be nice and be agreeable you know and, yeah. and and short term that seems to relieve some of the pain that we're facing like we're we're not standing up for ourselves you know and short term it seems okay we're agreeable but long term it 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 kills the soul of the man it kills the, the 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 soul of the woman because she yes. has contempt you know and it kills the relationship and yeah, yeah it's a, a sure recipe for disaster and and unfortunately it's 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 a huge taboo anger way more than than say sex yeah um there's so many things i want to say to this first of all i just want to give the perspective of a woman that if i notice that my man is extremely a nice guy i will start testing him mm -hmm. And it's not because I want to hurt him. It's not because I want to walk all yes. over him. But when I notice that he will not give me boundaries or he will not mm -hmm. create any kind of container or stand for yes. anything, I will test him. Because exactly. as the feminine, I want to feel what he stands for. I want to feel yes. what's too much. Exactly. And I want Imagine. to feel that he's not going to shake because of me. That's, and that's exactly your role. You know? And you could see many reactions of, of, of women uh, being that, like to try to find the masculinity. Imagine even this, uh, Sophie, that the whole, the whole societal, the, the time that we're living in, where masculinity is, is, is say, vilified in a way, and you got mm -hmm. it, 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 
all kinds of things that are attacking masculinity or, or you have feminism. And, and I'm not like blaming again, mm -hmm. but imagine all of that is one giant test of women looking for that masculinity, like, please bring it to us, bring it to us, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, and that it goes on on a micro level in every relationship and it goes you know, on a societal level. And I think that's where we're at, you know, we're, we're, we're really testing times and with great opportunities where we're able to redefine and rearticulate masculinity, you know? And uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm very excited about what's, what's happening. Because <laughs> I think the feminine is always trying to bring a man to his essence. And mm -hmm. so when we feel that he's shaking, we will start poking. Mm -hmm. So when, for instance, yes. we feel that he's not really there, a woman will start complaining. And I'm not saying the complaining is always a healthy thing. It's not, but she will pick up before the man is picked up that he's not really yeah. there and she will yes. start protesting it. Mm -hmm. So when we can't feel, when we can't feel our man, we will let it know that it will come out because we can't be with that. We can't be with a man that actually is, isn't, yes. isn't choosing to be there. Mm -hmm. We want a man in his integrity that when you are there, you choose to be there mm -hmm. and you're with yeah. him. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you, uh, my book, the, the way of a seducer is, is, is about this, you know, and I yeah. really believe that what, what a woman, the possibilities or the, the attractiveness or seductive power a woman has through say her, her beauty or whatever she, a man can only attain through his integrity. If yes. fame has some influence also, but the integrity, meaning you stand for stump for something, you stand unwavering. And that's what, that's what really needed from men. When we, yes. when women even say we want a man who stays, that's that a guy who's, who's upright. So she has the, the liberty to be frivolous, you know, or, or, and it's so, it's so needed, you know, to stand unwavering, to stand for something, anything, you know. So anything. what do you say to the men? Because I think that's a, a pain point for a lot of women, the men that are kind of avoidant, kind of afraid of commitment, that are a bit mm -hmm. mixed signals. What do you say to those kind of men? To the men or to the women? To the men. Well, to me, commitment is the cornerstone of every relationship. Yeah. And so, like... But by that, I don't mean the commitment that's that's like traditional. Say, um, we we have very few very few ways of articulating relationship. It seems like we only have uh, like a monogamous, mm -hmm. cohabitant, romantic relationship, and all the others are like less worthy. Mm -hmm. So. And, and commitment is often seen in that regard, like a, mm -hmm. the assumption or presupposition of, say, sexual exclusivity. And, yeah. and so I'm not talking about this. It could be that. But commitment to me is really a, an engagement, a vow, you know, of like, what are you committing to? You know? yeah. and, and commitment is the cornerstone of, of every relationship. So it's a lot of men are afraid, say, of commitment in the traditional sense because, because they sense that it is a kind of, assumption of sexual exclusivity and what does this mean and it's this whole it's it's because it is so is because it is so presupposed and not deliberate and not articulated well that men think should i commit or not yeah. and uh, and but i i tell them that commitment is the cornerstone but you should fill in that commitment you should come and say what are you going to commit to yeah. If you commit, like, if you can commit to be there for the woman as an ally, say, that's way, a way bigger commitment than, than showing up as, say, 
a boyfriend or a, yeah. or a husband even. Mm. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I commit, you know, and I tell them that, that there's an enormous liberty that comes from committing. You know, and you, yeah. you got to choose what you commit to, who you commit to. But uh, yeah, I'm a big defendant of, of uh, exchanging vows, of, of, uh, of speaking it, you know, renewing your vows. And yeah, I also believe in that sense that marriage is a beautiful thing. You know, although it has become a complete travesty, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, I think what a lot of women are missing is maybe the integrity of word and action. So even if a man just wants a one night stand, that he would stand for that and say, that's what yes. I want. And this yes. is what I'm here for, because then it would be okay. It's this problem yes. that I'm not saying just men do this, but just for the sake of this discussion, that they make it look like they want more or they're going to woo you and take you mm -hmm. to Paris. And actually what they wanted was one I stand. Yes. But actually I think most women would be okay with you expressing that what you want is just this. Yes. And to stand. Yeah. And, that. Yeah. yeah. and it's, it's, it, that's the relationship mess that we're in you know, because of these assumptions and nothing is made and we're afraid that the other will get hurt. And, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, we're very, we're very crippled, you know, for one thing is because we're, we're not very open about things and uh, we, we have very little tools. We have no way of, of really talking about this, gathering about this. We don't have education in it. So we have to like figure it out by ourselves, you know, and yeah. it's shocking to me to, to see that something that's so important, you know, yeah. it's, it's the number one predictor of happiness and health is our relationships, is that we have such little education tools you yeah. know history in it and and so much failing you know if we have <laughs> if we would have an air over a space program that's that with so much failure we would have abandoned it a long time ago you know? but in relationships yeah we keep going and that's our that's our saving grace you know we want it so much we need yeah. it so much we'll figure it out and i'm i really feel that we're we're about to like shift into something different because yeah. what we've been doing is 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 ancient to say to yeah as a at best you know and it's really crippled at worst what do you wish more women understood about men what's the thing that we're missing mm. wow i like what you said earlier like with the with the intentions you know yeah uh, to me I thought of a couple of things now. <laughs> but to me, if you, if you, yeah, I think the whole honoring is so important. Like you say, the compassion. To me, you have the, the suspension of judgment, the empathy or compa and compassion, and then the honoring. You know, if you're able to, to honor the masculine, if you walk, if you could walk the shoes of men and see the mountain they've been facing, you know, yeah. and the stand they've been making, why they do the things and you can honor them for them. You can, it's impossible to be mad at each other, you know, and the same yeah. men to women. It's impossible when you walk their shoes to, it's, it's, yeah. So what did you say? What did you wish they know? What did you wish uh, women understood about men? What is the uh, one thing that we're missing? Right. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to answer differently. If you say <laughs> understand, if they could understand men in the sense that find a way to honor the masculine, yeah in the way you say then you know everything is we're going to shift into something that's so beyond you know if you go if you if you're in judgment if you're in judgment of say the man and you try to try to understand something you're going to say okay i, I understand you now 
I get you. I, I see this. But if you're still in judgment, you know, yeah. it's, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. But if you, if you could come with honoring, you know, if you yeah. could, instead of with your judgment, come and honor the guy, then anything is possible, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think, and that's not just about men, but I think I w- if, if people could understand the power of honoring the other, yeah. they would, the miracles, uh, miracles happen all the time. Miracles happen all the time. And, and it only takes one person. You don't have, need to be both. It takes one person to make these miracles happen through the power of, of, of honoring the other instead of judging them. And, uh, and it could sound conceptual, you know, and, and even for, I'll, t- I'll talk about me. It took, I had a big insight uh, a couple of years ago that I was very judgmental of people judging me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a complete blind spot. And it's so, it's such a go-to, the judgment that we don't really see like I, I realized then I'm the prisoner of my own judgment and you don't really see it. You don't really see it. And it's so, I wish we, I wish women could understand that of men that we want the very same things. Yeah. And, uh, and if we could only walk each other's shoes, you know, it would be miracles are possible. Yeah. I've, I've been speaking a lot about this in my course of, do we treat our male partners with an assumption that they're guilty or an assumption that they're innocent? Like what's the Mm -hmm. energy you go into? Is it like, I know you're going to screw up somewhere or is it, I assume that you are a good man. And of course I will be alert, but my assumption is that you're a good man. And that's Mm -hmm. a very different energy. And I think a lot of women go into relationships with this guy's going to do something weird at some point. And I'm just waiting. I'm waiting it out. Prove me, prove me different. Yeah. And so that's also a difficult energy for a man to step into because he's already, he's already done something wrong before he's done anything. You, he cannot win. Like you, you, in every relationship, you got to give the other a chance to win. That's the only way it's going to be win-win. And that way, like the whole dating scene in the West is very much like, like the guy is applying for the, 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 the position of boyfriend in a way. Yeah, yeah. not saying everything and and so but the 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 best he can ever end up with is with the position of the boyfriend the way that that she thinks it should be yes and so it's never going to be a win-win and so and and so it's it's fucked up from the beginning you know and uh, it's a yeah i don't know how we got there but you said um well another part of the assumption that he's good yes yeah the assumption is good so another part that is like you see, I see this people posting this all the time on Instagram. Like, I want a man that treats me like a queen. And then I think, really, are you treating him like a king? Like, you want somebody, mm-hmm. you want somebody to be the masculine in the relationship, but he has to come in like putting you on a pedestal, and then he, yes. he has to be the big man. And like, how he can't? No, he can't. You already made the polarity weird from the beginning. And so, what I, what I, when my work with women is not to say that all men are good and we're going to let them walk all over us. Absolutely not. Like, be vigilant, but. How can I devote men from the get-go? Because that's yes. what I want, right? I want to surrender to my king. I want to just like, mm-hmm. I want him to have the space. So if I want that, I need to create the space for him to do that. Right. And he it's doesn't incredible. have to fight me. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Like what, what, what women can do for men is, is shocking. Yeah. Sophie, how much, how much power a woman has to, to bring out like the great man in him. If you have a, if you have a woman who's, who, who 
Like if you have a woman who can honor men, like, and this is how she shows up in the world. This is how she shows up uh, uh, with this man. I'm a queen. Are you a king? You know, yeah. if she can, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, you know, you're a yeah. five-star client until you prove differently. But, yeah. you know, if, if, you can, if you can do that with a man, it's incredible. They'll, they'll kill and die for you. It's just, yeah. it's what men are waiting for, you know, yeah. and, uh, or, or what they li- would like to see, you know. And uh, again, I'm not blaming men. I'm not blaming women. It's, uh, you know, I, it's, it's a situation that we brought ourselves in through ages and, and centuries. Yeah. You know, uh, but I do, I do, I do blame anyone who's perpetuating the games, you know, and I do think that each one of us has a, has the power to change it around, you know, as a man, as a woman, you have that power. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. So I'm very curious on your thoughts about this. Like I've, when I started getting into like men's work, I was speaking to a few like thought leaders on this subject of like, can I, as a woman, evoke my man into his power? And they said, no, 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 no. The, what, what happens now in men's work is men have to help men. Mm. And then I thought, you know, I get it. I get that the man has to open the door himself to, to his awakening. I can't, I can't push him through that door. I get that. But I feel more feminine next to a certain man, right? And so my femininity can also call in his masculinity. And the practice that I'm doing is that I'm not emotionally caretaking my men anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm not mommying them. I'm not, I'm not exactly. doing their emotional work for them. So what I used to do in relationships is I would constantly be like, hey, something's up. I can see that you're feeling something. What are you feeling? What's going on? I can, I can see it. I don't right. do it anymore. Because yes, I noticed that he just like closed off or got annoyed at something. But I assume that he is going to figure it out and going to speak to me if he needs to. And so I'm putting the responsibility in his shoes again. Wow, yes. And it's changed my men completely because they have to do the work themselves because I'm not doing it. Yes. I think that's the key there, what you just said, is, uh, is the responsibility. There is so much power that you have as a woman to, to inspire, seduce, you know, it's, it's more than guys. You have that power, you know, yeah. when, when I even, I say, you're not a man unless you hear it from the lips of a beautiful woman. And it's, <laughs> it speaks to that. It speaks to that, that power that you have, yeah. but to, to draw the line at responsibility is very important. You say, okay, I'm not doing the work for you. you know? I'm not mommy. I'm not, uh, I'm not the masculine. Uh, you have to do it. But, uh, yeah, both are there. I, I'm, I'm, I really testify to the to the power that women have. I mean, I see it in, in me. You know? yeah. It's it's women that that have inspired me to to be great whenever I'm great, which is very rarely. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's women who do that. You know, when when I'm in the presence of a feminine woman, man, I'll kill dragons. I won't even flinch. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah. it's so powerful. So what can we do as women to support our men more? What is actually supportive? Honor your men, like you said. What does that I mean? mean? We, ha- we have very practical, we have very practical tools, like technologies to start honoring your men, yeah. which, is, which is if you have been judging your men, mm-hmm. we go through the honor window, which you, helps you see your judgment, which helps you see that... The way to work on the relationship is not try to change him, but you have to start with your judgment. 
And by taking away your own judgment and starting to honor him, you also, he'll, he'll come along because there's nothing he would like more than to go back to the time when you were uh, honoring each other and, and thinking the other is the greatest. You know? So yeah. you gladly do that. And uh, as, like I said, it takes one person. And then it's a constant uh, attention giving. Like we have practices in place where, where I, I, rem, I remind, and you, you talked about women complaining, and I say often that whenever a woman's complaining, what she really wants is, to, is, is, is to, for you to remind her who she is for you and yes. who you are for her. Yes. And that's a practice I do all the time and recommend all the time. You, you, you sit down and you, you remind each other who you are for me. And when you say who you are for me, it means you see, you walk their shoes, you see the mountain they've been facing, you see the stand they've been making, you know, the hardship they went through, you see what choices they make and you honor them for it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's just a great relief. When you do that as a man to a woman, it's fantastic. When a woman does that to a man, it's incredible. You know, yeah. if he feels honored, he's, woof, it's such a, such a powerful, powerful feeling to feel honored. And, uh, and so I would always recommend that, you know, you, think, oh, you, you know, a lot of women will have a case against their men or against yes. all men. And, and it feels very right, you know, yeah. motherfucker, you know, and, <laughs> and, and he, and he doesn't deserve it. And, and men are like this and, and you're right. You know, and it's not going to help you. You know, what's going to help you is see, wow, these judgments, I'm the prisoner of these judgments, of my own judgments towards him, towards men. And the only way out is not arguing back and forth. The only way out is say, we stop this kind of way of conversing, which is through judgment. And we go through honor, which is, yeah. a, which is a complete different way. And it, it takes I always it's it's simple, but it's very hard because you have to keep practicing this. But it could take one conversation to completely shift around a relationship that has gone sour and has been you you already gave up on, you know. And you say oh, it's not going to be safe. It, miracles are possible with just one conversation. Yeah, I love that. I don't know if you know the book "Getting the Love You Want" from Harful Hendricks. He talks about this a lot about how a lot of relationships are stuck in war zone. So you're just making each other wrong. You're, you've yes. got the righteousness that like, you did this. Yes, but you did that. And yes. to, to move from war zone to love zone, to partnering with each other. Like, I see what your life has been. I see what you've been through. I exactly. see your wounding. I see your needs. And it doesn't mean that I'm your mommy. It doesn't mean I'm saving you, but I am yes. partnering with you. I see I'm you. I'm acknowledging you. Yes. And I honor you. It, exactly what you're saying. I honor you in what you're going through. And I will do my best to partner with you. At mm -hmm. least there's a commitment of me partnering with you. And the yes. moment you do that, the energy changes because it's not about how right I am or how wrong you are. No, it, when you, when you go like this, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking like, what are we expecting that all mm -hmm. of a sudden the other party is going to say, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> thank you for pointing out. I was an asshole. <laughs> you know, I had thank no you. idea. <laughs> no, like at best someone will, will find, will feel right. And the other loses. But even that, you know, what you want is a win-win. What you want is a win-win. And that's only possible if you play a different game where the game is not you're against the other. You know, we are playing together. And the way to get there is you, you change the complete rules of the game. You, you, yeah. you, you suspend the judgment and you go through honor. And it's just it's a complete different way. So how do you honor somebody that has really, really, really hurt you? 
Um, what well, if the way really I, bad happened? Yeah. Well, the, those two are completely independent. Yeah. You know, like I'll 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 tell the story. It's it's with a uh, a man. Mm-hmm. Well, I could do an ex too who broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't. I mean, she didn't break. But uh, <laughs> the most recent is with my my ex business partner, and uh, he basically kicked me out in a couple of years ago, 2016. And this was my whole life, you know. Everything I had was that we, we started it together, and Arzamarata is Zan, and everybody knows this. I've spoken about it, and I made it public, and uh, and 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 I felt so angry with him and sad, you know, because my whole life was gone. You know, Arzamarata was everything to me. My my sense of value, my sense of purpose, my income, my community, everything. My my best friend you know, and it was all gone from one and so I had a lot of resentment and I built a case against him you know he's a he's he's a thief and he's he didn't keep his word and he doesn't want allyship and and I had a very strong case and it, it my judgment at that moment was a was a a, a short-term tool to deal with the pain of losing all that because if I could make him wrong I didn't have to like deal with that pain so much. I could just put it on him. It's, and so the judgment is a very natural way of dealing with pain and disappointment. And, but long-term, it just kills you. And I saw how, how long-term, even though the judgment felt good and I felt right about it, that there's a, a higher level and that long-term I wanted to get to, which is I wanted, I wanted a different relationship with him. you know, And I did the... The honor window with my business partner's help with Michael, you know, and and I just, poof, it was so deep for me. Like I felt the pain so much, and then I saw, just thinking about it, what a relief I would feel if I could just honor him, you know? oh. and uh, and it's you could because that's what what you need to do. The honor is not to save this relationship. The honor is to relieve yourself from the burden and the pain you feel through your own judgments. Yeah? And so when I, when I saw the light, I'm like, yes, I know what to do. And Zan is, was, was very receptive because he's been going through a lot of pain as well. You know, he, yeah. he, he cut me out because he didn't want to, but he felt he needed to, to protect the message, to protect his life's mm-hmm. work, you know? Yeah. And I, I just, I start seeing it and then, so I did all the work by myself. It doesn't need him. And then I interviewed him after three years. And, and the first five minutes, you can find it online. Uh, the first five minutes, I just honored him. Oh. You know? And I honored him for the path he'd been taking. Because he, he had a very dark past and just went to the light and a lot of struggle. I, I honored him for the message, the Arzamarata message that, that he started with. And I helped him develop. And I honored him with what he meant for me because he changed my life. He, he invited me on an adventure that completely turned my life around. And so I just spoke that. I honored him publicly because people were watching. You know? And uh, it was just, in five minutes, it completely shifted that relationship. It, it, and now anything is possible. Since then, we met and, and it's like old times, you know. And, uh, and you have to keep doing that. It's not a one-time thing, you know, because people are going to think that they change and you have to keep showing up that way but yeah you could see a miracle happen right there on the screen in 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 five minutes you know and uh it's beautiful for my own first and foremost my own relief that it's like a burden is gone you feel so good 
you know, and uh, and then the relationship, people want it, you know, they want to come back to that place where yeah. you, you you both win, you know, you both honor each other, you both see the greatness of each other. Yeah, I think so. when we are in judgment, we place our pain outside of ourselves. We make this discussion with this like imaginary conversation we're still exactly. having with that person, like, but you did this, exactly. and I think a lot of the healing doesn't mean that that situation didn't happen. Of course, it happened, but the healing is actually going into yourself, like okay, when that happened, how did that make me feel? Mm. It's really going into the vulnerability of your own space of like, okay, yes, yes, something happened there, but I felt X, Y, Z. And that's even in relationships. Like, let's say your partner is doing something you don't like. Instead of going, you are doing something and that makes me upset, saying, Mm -hmm. I feel really lonely right now. Yes. Like if, if, if my man wasn't connected to me all week, instead of going, you weren't connected to me all week and I felt really lonely, shady you, instead of saying, baby, I feel so lonely. I'm having such yes. a rough time. He will be magnetized into, okay, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And that's so different. Like that, because it sounds, it sounds like you're powerful when you speak like that. It sounds like you're a strong, independent mm-hmm. woman. But yeah, it actually, feels good. In the, in the first moment, it feels okay. Yeah, like, right, I'm standing for my for my needs. I'm standing for what happened. But actually, you're just making the other person wrong. Mm. And it doesn't mean that they weren't wrong. Maybe they were. Mm. But it's not what it's about. What it's about is that your pain gets seen, that they get acknowledged. Right? Yes. That's who people get acknowledged in what they are going through. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yeah, honoring. A- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, when I saw how much I'm the prisoner of my own judgment, you know, that's why I do it. It's like... You know, I'm not doing it to like, yeah, you do it to save that, but you, you do it to save yourself. And when you can save yourself, you know, and walk a different path, you know, people will gladly come with you. Yeah. But uh, that to me is the greatest thing about relationships. What I learned is it doesn't need two to, to save it. It no. needs one. Yes. It needs one to, get, to deal with your own judgments and then anything is possible. And it's so beautiful, you know. I find, I find that so relieving, you know, that, that I can do it. You can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah. yeah, that if you're missing something in the relationship, like your partner is not, I don't know, sharing his emotions, that you can start with that, right? You yes. can always start putting that energy in and they will move with you because mm-hmm. you're connected, right? Your nervous systems are connected. So they're moving together. So if you move, right. if you change your energy, their energy will, will at least move with yours. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, on, on, a, on a one-to-one level, it's possible that you're dealing with a person who, who will not want to go there, you know, and, 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 but yeah, you certainly have the power to create in your life, the, yeah. the world you want to live in, the relationships yeah. that you want. It's, 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 it's great. I think that's a fantastic, for me, it was a great insight to see that it takes one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm also curious on the other side of this, what do you think men should know about women? What's the thing they're missing there? Uh, women are very dirty. <laughs> Real, yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> it is true. You know, they're, I mean, I always say to men, they're, they're, they're dirtier than we are, you know, and they like it more than we do. Otherwise, they wouldn't scream so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. But it is, it is a big realization. It is yeah. a big realization to most men. You know, if you could yeah. only, you know, if, if, if she could only trust you enough to go there, you know, yeah. I've been in awe for, for where women can go. You know, yeah. And it's, 
I'm, all, yeah. I'm sometimes even a bit jealous of it because they go to places that, yeah. and it's, it's a very, it's a great relief for me to know that, to see that, that, you know, yeah. that we want the same things. We, we, yeah. we just have different ways of trying to get it. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the essence, every woman wants to be ravished. Yes. Right. She wants to be ravished. Like all these men that are trying to be nice guys and respectable. Like, of course you need to be respectable, and, mm-hmm. but at the essence, every woman wants to be ravished. Mm. That's what she's wanting. I, of course, and but to say that, to know that, and to say that publicly are different things. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm happy you say it. You know, but it, it's it's ravish is a good word because that connects sometimes a little bit with the like the romantic novel and the yeah. But yes, it's a it's it's a very powerful thing. On my book, uh, the cover is a is a, um, a leopard taking an, an antelope. You know, yeah, this kind of. And and the first picture I also show is the one of Teresa from Avila, mm. who's a statue by Bernini, beautiful in, in Rome. And it's about a nun who describes being visited by, by an angel. And the way she describes it is, is both like love and pain. And she has the yeah. same way she holds her neck, her body like that, like antelope, you know? Yeah. And there is a, there is a, yeah, wow. <laughs> it's always dangerous, you know? But there is such a, there's a way greater brutality to all of this, to seduction, yeah. to yeah. to attraction, to a way bigger brutality and political correctness allows us to explore. Yeah. But to know that it's there, you know, to yeah. know and not necessarily have to talk about it. Yeah. Because you know, when you do talk about it, people go, no, no, I don't want. But but there's like I try to help men see that understand yeah. that you know speak yeah. the language of women in that sense yeah and uh and but yeah a lot of men have we have no clue we have no clue of what it is that a really that a woman really desires from you and uh i think a woman desires to feel herself deeper like literally how sex is designed it's designed so that a woman feels her body deeper right so i think that's literally what the sexual energy comes down to she wants to feel herself deeper so she wants to have experiences she wants to have different mm-hmm. energies i like that she wants to feel alive. And I think in the darkness, like the feminine energy is very dark. Like we, 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 I think we are more dangerous than men because I can, oh, yes. I can break anything with my words. Mm. I can break anything with my words more so than a man. And so for a woman to just be met at that level, because a woman is intense, there's lots of stuff going on. So to be met by a man at her intensity gives her the permission to just finally be it. Yes. And this is what I teach men that if you are, if that scares you to go into that space with a woman, just know that as long as you are connected to your heart and you are present with her, you are safe. Yes. Be present with her, feel her and, and make sure that you are not just moving just from your sexual energy, but that your heart is somewhere in there. Yes. The then man you who can stays. Do everything. Yes. You can I hear you on that 100%. Just, just stay, stay. Uh, bear witness. You want to be in awe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. We've been talking for almost an hour, I think. We do? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Time's going very quick. Is there any last thing you still would like to speak about, would like to mention? Um, no. I, I, I just noticed how, how relieved, in a way, I am that I could talk to someone like you, you know? Yeah. Because I know some men that I can talk about these things, and and we are, and uh, but there are fewer women, and uh, 
yeah, I'll tell you again, it's very much needed your voice. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. And, and for men like me who, who think about these things, it's a, it's a big relief. And I'm, I'm very grateful that you do the work that you're doing. So, oh, Thank you. I'm really receiving that. <laughs> yeah. I think it's all born out of that. I, I feel such a deep love for the masculine and for men and for mm. women who want to wanna just surrender. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Hans, for this. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and tuning into this episode. If you want to learn more about Hans, you can go to hanskomein.com. That's H-A-N-S-C-O-M-Y-N.com or Google Los Conquistadores, which is an alliance between the 300 most interesting men in the world. And this is an alliance that Hans has founded. Uh, you can check us both out on Instagram uh, if you want to check out my work. My name is Sophia Josefina, both with an S and PH. I am on Instagram, Facebook, and my website is the same name, sophiazufina.com. Next to that, I am soon relaunching my course, Healing the Masculine for Women, and I just opened applications for the initiation, and the initiation is a very exciting project I'm doing together with Amanda Bickham, and it is a deep, deep VIP container for a select group of men that want to go deeper, that want to be fully empowered. So if you are interested in any of those, please do shoot me a PM. And of course, please let me know what you thought of this episode. Thank you so much for listening.